From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is all about snoozing and grooving. It's naps versus exercise. In one corner, we've got journalist and author Tom Weber ready to defend restful siestas. I think you mean siestas, Molly. <laughs> and in the other, we've got the host of the podcast Ooh, You're in Trouble and voice actress Merck Nguyen ready to get you moving. I'll be proven how exercise gets you grooving. Oh! And here to judge it all, we've got Lauren from Bowie, Maryland. She likes poetry, plays golf, and used to collect bugs in Ziploc bags. But don't worry, she's a benevolent overlord because she poked holes in the bag so those buggos could breathe. Hi, Lauren. Hi. So, Lauren, before we dive in, I have to know, do you take naps? Occasionally. it's It doesn't happen often. When is the last time you took a nap? The last time I took a nap was actually yesterday. Me and my mom had actually just done a workout class, followed by biking, followed by walking. And we had gotten to the car and I just fell straight asleep. Mm. So So did you feel refreshed after your nap? No, I feel like every time I wake up from a nap, I'm actually feeling kind of tired. Mm. Like once you wake up from the nap, then you're just kind of still in that sleepy mood. Your body wants more nap is what you're saying. Yeah, like sleep. So it's just, I don't know. So what about exercise? What is your favorite kind of exercise? Exercising? I I do all types of exercise. I don't know if I have a favorite, but I like to um, bike, as I was saying before. Um, You know, I do different home workouts with my friends. So so a variety. And after you're done exercising, what do you feel like? I feel good, actually. I mean, after like, you know, you're probably tired for five minutes. But after I feel like my energy levels are really up. So. Do you prefer to exercise with people or by yourself? By myself. Okay. Do you prefer to nap with people or by yourself? <laughs> um, by myself. <laughs> Excellent. Well, will Lauren choose the snooze or will workouts win her over? There's no telling. Lauren, are you ready to judge this thing? I am ready. All right, then let's review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, where our debaters present fact-filled arguments in favor of their side, and each will have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. Then we've got the Micro Round, where each team will present a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. Round three is the Sneak Attack, where our debaters will have to respond to an improv challenge on the spot. And to wrap it all up, we've got the final six, where each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Our judge, Lauren, will award two points in the first round, one for her favorite rebuttal, the other for the declaration she liked best. She'll award one point in each round after that, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, Merck, Tom, and Lauren, are you ready? Woo, yes, I am. Yes. Let's Cardi go. Nap, nap, nap. Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. We flipped a coin, and Merck, you're up first. Tell us why exercise is the smash boom best. Hey, everyone, it's Merck, and this is my friend Nat, the nap enthusiast. Psst, Nat. Nat! Huh? Where am I? 
Hey, hey, it's okay. You're here on Smash Boom Best with me. Oh, okay. Whew. Naps. Sometimes you need them. No hate. Even though waking up from them can make you feel like... Uh... But they just don't compare to exercise. I still feel kind of sleepy. You know what might help? A little yoga. It's one of the oldest forms of exercise in the world. Let's start with the sun salutation. Inhale, reach up over your head, exhale, and fold. (sighs) While we flow, let's give thanks to one of the most exercise-obsessed cultures in history, the ancient Greeks. They invented the word gymnasium and created the Olympics. Ever heard the saying, exercise for the body, music for the soul? Well, that one comes from the ancient Greeks, too. For them, moving and music were number one. (sighs) Feeling better, Nat? Yeah. Yoga's way more fun than taking a nap. Right, because naps are a literal snooze fest. Exercise is exciting and totally unique to you. If you're feeling upbeat, you can ski, skateboard, play soccer, climb a mountain, surf, do cartwheels in the grass. Plus, think of all the cool games and tools invented to make exercise a blast. Like Twister. Twister! Jazzercise. The hips, sugar. Come on and shake that cute little booty of yours. Ow! The Hawaii chair, which is a chair that wiggles and circles like a hula hoop. What? If you can sit, you can get fit. The Hawaii chair. Shake weights. Wii sports. And my favorite, Dance Dance Revolution. Ooh, can we do Dance Dance Revolution? Of course! Another awesome thing about exercise is it does amazing things for your body. As soon as you start exercising, your brain wakes up! All the blood pumping through your noggin makes you focused and alert. And your brain starts making chemicals like endorphins, serotonin, and dopamine, which make you feel awesome! Woo! Meanwhile, your heart is kicking up the beats per minute. So it can deliver the oxygen in your blood to other body parts, like your muscles and your lungs. Wow, I'm feeling the burn. Woohoo! same. Exercise actually does stress out your body a bit, but this teaches you how to stay calm and handle stress better in other situations. Game over. Wow, I have so much energy. That's because exercise gives you energy by waking up your brain with more oxygen (sighs) and spurring the creation of mitochondria, the powerhouses of our cells. (laughs) Having more mitochondria in our muscles increases the energy supply in our bodies. So if you're looking for more energy, don't nap. You can nap when you're dead. Get moving! Yes! Merc, wanna go jump on my trampoline? Yeah! Then put down that mic. (laughs) Okay, okay. Give me a sec to wrap up. So, exercise is unique to you. It's inventive, it's fun, it's good for your brain, your body, and it gives you energy. When you snooze, you lose. When you exercise, you win. Woohoo! Let's move! (laughs) An invigorating declaration there. I feel out of breath just listening to it. Lauren, what stood out to you about Merck's argument there? Two things, actually. Talking about the variety of exercises for different moods that you're in, and then benefits to your body, giving you energy and producing those good chemicals. And it was just fun. So, Excellent. Well, 
Tom, it's time for your rebuttal. Mm -hmm. You've got 30 seconds to lay Merck's argument to rest, and your time starts now. Well, saying snooze you lose is a it's a lot of bit of misinformation because when you snooze you're really repairing your body. But here let's just take the words of what Lauren said at the beginning of this episode. She said she had all this exercise yesterday and then took a nap. Ding ding ding. It's a very useful part of your day as well. Naps are the way to go and there we go. Five more I don't care. <laughs> So efficient. Didn't even need all 30 seconds. All right, Tom, clearly need to say more about napping. Let's do this. Tell us why napping rules. I know firsthand the power of the nap, how it can improve your health, your memory, and your life. I once had a job in radio where I had to get up at 3.30 every morning. What? Oh, my gosh. I know. It's true. I would finish work at noon or one, so I often napped when I got home. But at first, I was horrible at it. I woke up super groggy, and I felt like the rest of my day was ruined. But... The key to good napping is practice. It's no different than learning to play the piano... or becoming a better volleyball player. And usually, a power nap of just 10 to 30 minutes between 1 and 4 in the afternoon results in a lot of health benefits. So if you want to be a napping pro, practice. I practice napping a lot. I tried sleeping on my couch, in my bedroom with the blinds closed, upside down in my closet, not really, with music, without, for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, all the combinations. After a few months, I had trained my body to be a good napper, which meant more energy when I woke up to run errands and exercise. Nothing like a nap before going to the gym. Now, to be clear, friends, naps and exercise are something we should all do. They complement each other, like food and water. But let's look for a minute at the great health benefits of napping. One study tracked more than 20,000 Greek adults for six years. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were all in the same room at the, at the same time. Those who napped for at least 30 minutes three times a week had a reduced risk of dying from heart disease. Another study found airline pilots were better at their jobs with naps, which, you know, seems important. And a study in China found that nappers can recall words and memories better. So here's why naps help memory. When we first record a memory, it's it's like snapping a photo. The memory is filed in the part of the brain called the hippocampus. But the hippocampus is for short-term storage. Stuff there gets erased by newer stuff over time. So to save that memory, you need sleep. And when you nap, your brain uses the snooze time to move memories over to the neocortex. That's a more permanent storage area. It's kind of like how your phone backs up your photos at night so you can't accidentally delete them. Napping also clears out the hippocampus so you're ready to learn more stuff after you wake up. And if you nap for too long and wake up groggy, not to worry. Research finds that even these naps have benefits, they just take longer to kick in. So the next time you're studying for a test or have anything really big happening in your life, the best way to prepare for it is napping. All right, team, gather around. This is it. 
Tonight's the championship game. I'm so proud we all got to this point, but I need you to bring your best tonight. So, I want all of you to go home and take a nap. It'll help your memory, improve your energy, and give you lots of health benefits too. So how about it? Go nap and meet me back here afterwards. And let's win this thing, all right? Yeah! 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 Napping is the best way to prepare for the big things in your life. Go take a nap! I want to, but I have to wait till after the taping. Lauren, what stood out to you about Tom's declaration of greatness there? Okay, naps improving your memories. That was very convincing. It made me actually think I should probably nap more. Excellent. Our debaters are not making your job easy today. And Merck, it's time for your rebuttal. Time to give Tom's argument a workout. You have 30 seconds. And your time starts now. Okay, so I just want to say I'm so sorry that you had that 3 a.m. job, Tom. That sounds like <laughs> yikes. But I'm glad you learned all this info, and I did learn a lot from it. But anything a nap can do, exercise does better, because neuroscientist Wendy Suzuki has a study where she says that basically exercise can also improve memory, mood, all of those things you're saying, too. Plus, we're awake for more of our lives than sleeping, and I don't want to be sleeping through life. Like, I just want to be living my life, you know? So um, I just uh, I think I'm going to take a nap at some of your arguments. Again, thanks for the knowledge and time <laughs> oh excellent points lauren it's time to decide though okay a lot to consider you give one point to the declaration of greatness you liked best and one point to the most compelling rebuttal don't tell us who they're going to though so it could go both points to the same person or one person could get a point each, you get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one side win you over with their wit or logic or wow you with their cool? Completely up to you. So again, one point to the best declaration of greatness and one point to your favorite rebuttal. Have you made your decision? I have. Merck and Tom, how are you two feeling so far? Fantastical. Excellent. Yeah, my heart rate is very elevated. It's like I'm getting exercise just listening to all this knowledge. Wow. <laughs> all right, it's time for a quick break. Grab a blankie and a bear or your spandex and a sports drink. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. What's up, debate heads? Todd Douglas here with the one and only debate great, Taylor Lincoln. That's me. Hey, Todd. We missed you at the logical fallacy hunt yesterday. I know. I'm bummed. I love tracking down logical fallacies. They're debate techniques that make for weak arguments. And we just listened to a real snorter. A bandwagon fallacy. That's when you argue something must be true because it's popular. Yuckaroo! Just because something is popular doesn't make it right. Which leads us to Cass. Hey, KG, check out my new kicks. Oh, platform shoes. You know it! These are limited edition Air Snort and Power Vader basketball shoes. They give me a three-inch height advantage over everyone on the court. Aren't those going to be hard to run in? One wrong step and it's like Twisted Ankle City. No way! They're definitely going to up my game. Everyone I know is wearing these. So? 
So they've got to be the best if everyone is buying them. I mean, why would people buy bad shoes? Whoa, time out. Casting's popularity is the same as quality? Sorry, Cass. These shoes might be trendy with your teammates, but that doesn't mean they're actually good shoes to shoot hoops with. And KG is right. They could be dangerous on the court. All right, Taylor. Time to alley-oop on out of here. This has been... State of Debate! Smash. Boom. You are listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Lauren. So, Lauren, how is it going? Are you enjoying the debates so far? Uh, very interesting debates. Um, very compelling arguments. It's going to be a hard decision, but I'm enjoying it. Excellent. Well, before we jump back in, I just want to say we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Check out this epic idea we got from Lauren's. My debate idea is... Swimming pools versus beaches. We'll check back with Lawrence at the end of this episode to see which side he thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate, naps versus exercise. That's right. And it's time for round two, the... Micro Round. Today's Micro Round challenge is called International Holiday. We asked Tom and Merck to imagine that there's an international holiday devoted to their side. What's it called? What day of the year is it? What are the traditions? Merck went first last time, so Tom, you're up. Let's hear how you celebrate naps. Gather round, children. Grandpa's going to tell you a, a fairy tale about a place called Napland. <laughs> this wonderful place celebrated the same holiday every single day. Shortly after lunchtime, everyone in Napland would lie down for a short nap. They believed their tradition brought people together and promoted healthier living. They woke up refreshed and were able to function in their jobs and lives much better for the rest of the day. Oh, ho, 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 yes. What a wonderful holiday. Um, Grandpa, that's not a fairy tale. What do you mean, child? That happens every day in many countries, like Spain and Italy. It's called a siesta. People just nap there all the time, and they've been doing it for centuries. What? It's true, and many other countries have cultures around napping. Like in Japan, where napping in public, on a train, or in a park, or even in a meeting, is seen as a way to rest when you're tired, while also being present. Behold, it seems all the world is a fairy tale. Let's join in, come children, time for a nap. Oh, I love this. Naps around the world. <laughs> So many places we can nap. All right, Merck, your turn. Tell us about your festival of fortitude. Let me tell you about Fitness Friday. Hit it! Fitness Friday is a day of play, fitness, and fun. It falls on the first Friday of February, and it's a guaranteed day off from work and school, and you can celebrate by exercising. Yeah! First, pick out a sweatercise outfit with your buds. Go for running shoes with LEDs, matching tearaway pants, or comfy sweats. 
completely your choice. And if you want to be extra festive, wear something red, the Fitness Friday official color, to represent all the blood that's going to be pumping through your body. Let's do this, mama. Next, get moving. You can do whatever you want as long as it's fun, fitness forward, and involves your friends. <laughs> when you're done, you'll be rewarded with a fitness feast where you'll drink fruit smoothies, eat egg exercise salad, and get a visit from Xavier the Exercise Elf, who hands out fitness-themed party favors like her signature heart-shaped stress ball and poppin' purple pedometers. <laughs> Fun, fitness, friends, and food. What more can you ask for? I mean, I, I must all admit, it may seem like a heavy lift to decide how to celebrate, but you're not in it alone, and the choice is all yours. As we say every Fitness Friday, those who get together sweat together, and that makes everything better! Oh, a soundtrack to this holiday. We get to wear special outfits. It sounds so fun. All right, Lauren, what stood out to you about Merck and Tom's micro rounds, their holidays they invented? For naps, I I like the idea of just, you know, stopping to take a nap and that being something that happens um, regularly. So that was really good. And for Fitness Friday, um, I also really enjoyed that one. Just having the idea you can do any activities um, with your friends and it being fun. Just any activity that is fitness forward. And also the food afterwards. The smoothie sounds very refreshing, very nice. Gotta have a snack. Okay, it's time to award a point, but don't tell us who it's going to. Again, the criteria is up to you. Which one would you rather celebrate? Which one wowed you? Which one made you laugh? Which one taught you something? Totally up to you. Have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy <laughs> sneak attack. So your sneak attack is called Dino Dilemma. For this challenge... Tell us how your side would defend itself against a velociraptor attack. Would you use your smarts, <laughs> your strength, your diplomacy, or something else? You'll each have 30 seconds to describe your technique, and Lauren will award a point to the side she thinks is best. Does that make sense? Yes. A velociraptor, that's the one, like, in Jurassic Park. Blue, yeah, right? the one that's kind of, it's not, you know, that big. It's like a little chicken that runs. <laughs> yeah, it's a little chicken that runs. They're, they're mean. They eat meat. Okay. Okay. So Tom went first last time, Merck. I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock. Tell us how your side would shield itself in a velociraptor attack starting now. Okay, so we saw in Jurassic Park how you can actually tame the Velociraptors to be your friends. So I would get a jump rope, you know, after doing a couple jumps and swing it around and get that <laughs> Velociraptor to be like, hey, let me talk to you and just, just figure out what's going on. And, you know, I would be just standing in place so that way I don't look like, you know, and with my, oh, I do jumping jacks. So then he could see my arms to show that I'm unarmed. And then he'd be like, oh, you're cool. And then I'd undo the jump rope and then I could ride on on the Velociraptor as a horse because that'd be really good core exercise. So and... Just be friends time. Way to hit the mark there. I think you and the Velociraptor are going to be the best of pals. He'll appreciate your resting heart rate is so low from all <laughs> of that exercise. Okay, Tom, you're up. Tell us how your side would fare against a ferocious Velociraptor. 
And your time starts now. Now, here's the thing. Velociraptors, they're always active. They're always doing something. They're always attacking something. But here's the thing. If you're not moving, they're not going to see you as well. So here's what you do. You find a quiet spot. You lay down. You take a nap. Let the thing wind itself up. Mr. Velociraptor is going to go. And within 20, 30 minutes, it's going to be like, I'm so tired. It's going to take a nap. You wake up. You sneak away. You've survived the Velociraptor attack. And time. Another perfect post. Wow. This is a lot to consider. (laughs) Both very effective techniques. Probably would work with toddlers, too, I think. (laughs) All right. Lauren, it's time to award your fourth point. Again, the criteria is up to you. And have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Okay, then it's time for our very final round. The final six. Tom, you've got just six words left to win. Give us your sleepiest salute to naps. Your brain will thank you. Hmm, that's lovely. All right, Merck, it's your turn. Pump us up with your best six words for exercise. Exercise your choice to be fit. Hmm, very good. Okay, Lauren, award a point for this final six have you have you made your decision? Yes. The winner is now. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Tom just fell asleep. He was so excited. He fell asleep. Wow. Okay, so Lauren, was there a moment that decided things for you? Until the end, it was a tie. So it was two to two. Then the six-word ending actually put naps in the in the win. Excellent. Well, thank you for being such a deliberate and thoughtful judge today. <laughs> Merck, fantastic job. Your rebuttal was spot on. And I have to say, the truth is, as I said earlier, naps and exercise, both really important. So you did a really good job of telling all of our friends why that is. So great work. Uh, You really did have some points that made me laugh to my core. I loved Grandpa telling us about the holiday. And, you know, I myself took a nap before this to prepare for the debate. They're besties. They're besties. Go do some jumpy jacks, take some naps, and we'll be such well-rounded people. Naps and exercise best friends forever. And that's it for today's debate battle. Lauren crowned naps the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and Sandon Totten. We had engineering help from Johnny Vince Evans and Robert Frazier. And production help from Mark Sanchez, Anna Weggel, Anna Goldfield, and Eduardo Perez. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Alex Schaffer and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Foyer Worker Auto, and we want to give a special thanks to Coco, Peter Eklund, Austin Cross, Taylor Kaufman, Nico Whistler, and the Washington Urban Debate League. Mark, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout out to today? Oh, yeah, that one gym teacher whose sign that said <laughs> seven days without exercise makes one week inspired the whole side of this <laughs> debate. Um, and also the mitochondria. Love the mitochondria. How about you, Tom? Any special thanks today? My family who has grown to accept how much I love naps. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren, any shout outs you want to give? Um, I'd like to shout out the Washington Urban Debate League for giving me this opportunity. And um, especially my coach, Jessica. 
wonderful. Before we go, let's check in with Lawrence and see who he thinks would win his beaches versus swimming pools debate. I think beaches would win because they are made by nature and they have waves that you can surf on. Do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Adios. Fitness and happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy. Hoo ha! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just love that part. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>